second can okay back it up back it the hell up i have a jingle i have a song i have a theme song like oh 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 my god so now i love it so much my sis got the tea and she's coming like i can't cope so basically the background in case everybody thinks that beautiful voice is me it's certainly not it certainly is not that voice was the amazing Sinead McConville and her Instagram is CineMC. Everybody go follow her. She is a saint. She is an angel sent from above. She, I've, I've never met her before, sadly, up until now. We have a few mutual friends. She heard the podcast, messaged me and was like, girl, I'd love to make a song for your podcast. Like, what, what, where, what, where do these people come from? Like, who knew there was people out there that are like this, that are absolute bloody gems I can't cope so like Sinead shout out fancy the pants off you thanks so much for the absolute banger that I'm going to be stuck in my head for the foreseeable future and yeah I just love it I'm just absolutely I love it like I just I literally hear it's in my head like I'm obsessed thank you so much everybody go follow her what a queen what an absolute legend she just offered to do that like some people are just so bloody kind i can't even put it into words and also i hope she knows that we're now best friends for life and she doesn't have a choice even though she'll come to realize i'm a complete pain in the arse and uh, she doesn't have a choice so anyway down to business down to business today i am hanging out my arse hanging out my arse also, is that like a well-known saying? I say it all the time, but recently I said it in work and I swear to God, I thought people were actually going to ask me to leave the building. They look so shocked, but I say that all the time. But um, anyway, I two of my biggest fans, shout out, shout out, shout out, you know who you are, Um, in the back garden last night, socially distancing, don't you worry, there's only three of us, not breaking any laws over here and we got shit-faced absolutely shit-faced but it was a great night it was actually kind of like a taste of what summer could be um you know like it's not gonna be the end of the world kind of vibes but anyway so i'm here and i'm absolutely fucking hanging but i thought to myself martha martha these people need content they need to know about catfishing catfishing now these stories normally when I come on and I record something I like pop down a few notes of people's names just because I have so many like stories and names and like I have to make up names sometimes blah 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 you know the business but with this let me tell you something I haven't had to write one fucking note down because we're gonna reach an all-time high today we're reaching a high from here it's fucking downhill be having no bloody listeners because this is the story this is the one and only my favorite story my most iconic stories this really sums up the low points in my life but they're iconic so we're here for it now before we get started let's talk about catfishing as a whole catfishing is when somebody pretends to be somebody they're not yeah, shut the fuck up, Martha. It's 2020. We all know what catfishing is. I know, but I've actually found out that I have a few listeners over the age of 60, shall we say, 
So I just need to, you know, make it inclusive for everyone. So I just have to say, if you are out there and you're listening to this and you've used a photo, that, that isn't you. You've edited your photo a bit too much, you know, you cropped out those rolls, you sucked in your waist, you sucked in your cheekbones, whatever you were doing. Or if you just like are a bit of a keyboard warrior, warrior, blah, blah, blah. If you're just a bit of a keyboard warrior, what I would say to you is just stop, just embrace yourself be confident with yourself like if it's a confidence thing I do feel sorry for people and it is awful that they feel that they can't go online and be themselves because they're afraid they might be rejected or people not want might not want to talk to them but guys we all need to just have a bit of self-confidence and just embrace your bloody self like I am certainly no fucking J-Lo I know I constantly call myself Beyonce because I feel like Beyonce because of all the love and support but like do you know what I mean like if you're walking down the street now you wouldn't take a second look do you know and I you know I've always struggled with my weight I, I don't have perfect skin I'm bloody albino I've been fucking layering on the fucking Sally Hansen since I was fucking 12 years old and my skin's not white it's like a bluey purpley colour that like transcends onto other people when they walk by but she, this girl she's confident she'll chat the fucking ears off you and not only that but like I know my personality is probably gonna get me the boys so I just have a bit of confidence I go chat to them hope for the fucking best I'll tell you one thing I haven't had all these success well sorry you haven't heard any success stories as of yet but you will hear them they're coming soon they're coming soon like these weren't success stories because uh because of my JLo appearance because that that just doesn't exist there's success stories because I put myself out there number one I was confident and I would say I'm a semi-nice person try to be nice try to be kind shut the fuck up and uh you know I'm just I'm just a confident person and like here for a good time you know so if there's anybody out there who is a bit self-conscious and like you know taking somebody else's photos and pretending to be them like where is Neve when you need them do you know what I mean like scary times scary times like I've heard uh recently my friend tell me a story she better bloody send it into the box when I put it up later about a guy who literally had like a whatsapp group with like over 200 people in it of all people that he'd catfished all and his girlfriend being like he's catfishing you all like that's just terrifying like when people do like that I'm like he's an RSL but if there's somebody out there who's a bit self-conscious and it's like I want to talk to people I fancy so I'm going to make this page with a fake photo because they'll talk to me that is really really sad and the stories I'm about to tell the stories I'm about to tell there's no uh beef towards these these boys well 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 you'll have to wait and see if you think there should be beef because I think there should be bloody beef but we will forgive and forget Lauren Conrad take two I'm gonna forgive you but I'm also going to bloody forget you unless I'm using you for your podcast story but uh no these stories are bloody iconic so basically I am a fan as we know for tinder and I went through like these three stories happened in the space of like I've gotta say like four months it was just like disaster after disaster so anyway my first experience of catfishing was I was talking to this guy and we'll call him Colin and um he lived close enough by his photos really really good looking guy and we were chatting away and we got on so so well 
And anyway, he was, he had, you know, a lot of like kind of mutual friends and stuff. We weren't friends on any social media, which was a mistake. But because we'd mutual friends, we're kind of chit chat. We live nearby. I was like, here, will we just go for a walk? Like, I think we'd been talking for like a day or whatever. So we went for a walk and met up and I was like, oh my God, like he's gorgeous. Like he was six foot four, but a stubble, really, really nice guy. So we went for a walk around Greystones and it just happened a few of my friends were out for coffee. So I was like, my friends are out for coffee. So like, we'll go for a walk for an hour and then I'll go and meet them. So we went for a walk, we were chatting away and like, not one word of lie he was like mentioning people like his course people in like that he knew that I knew and I was like oh my god this is so handy because you know when you know someone and they have mutual friends it's like oh my god this is fucking fantastic so anyway he walked me to um uh Costa and I met the gals and when we left we had a hug there was loads of people around so we didn't kiss or whatever and you know me I'm always wanting to kiss on a first date to see if there's a spark but like I went into the girls pretty excited I was like no that like that definitely went well he's really nice guy like it definitely could have gone a lot worse like it was he was good looking whatever I don't really know him that well but like we'll see what happens so anyway that night I'm at home thinking I am once again Beyonce probably still chatting to another few people on tinder we won't like keeping the options open but like he's in the back of the brain and i'm happy about it and he messages me martha i've something to tell you i was like oh jesus christ here we go either he has a girlfriend he's gay and he wants me to be his beard he is actually a girl like i was like all these things were going around my head i was like i actually don't know what this is and he goes to me i'm 16. are you fucking joking me i was like what i could fucking babysit you this is illegal this is fully illegal we thank god i didn't bloody kiss you i'd have the fucking guardie outside my house i was like what the hell are you doing what like so then anyway i went i lost the fucking rag ladies i went madam i was like you're 16 years old you were 16 years old i'm 20 i was 20 at the time I was like, you're not even fucking legal. What are you, like, what are you doing? Obviously now, fair play to him because he, not one part of me didn't think he was 20. And, you know, he was six before he had stubble. He was a really good looking guy. So I obviously didn't think twice about it. Also, the cheek of him. When I did a bit of research, I found out that he had a brother in um, a degree in DIT in my year so he had gone and obviously asked his brother who's in your year who's this who's that whatever like what schools are they in so that he could lie he was telling me about modules he was taking i was there like a fucking idiot thinking this guy was a bloody genius i was like oh businessman oh i can see the bloody suit on him already oh here we go we're set for life ladies like he was telling me all about modules and about like tell me a story about a lecture i was like that wasn't a story about a lecture that was a story about your fucking SPAG teacher in bloody fourth year. I've got fourth year. Like he was like, are you the main part in your musical? Oh, me, oh, me nerves are actually 90. Now I actually can't cope. Like to this day, to this day, I get more abuse about that story than anything else. And rightly bloody so. Rightly bloody so. I could have been arrested. You guys, I could be fucking making this podcast from a bloody jail cell right now. A jail cell. I could be in jail. Literally. What? Like, oh my God. Like, you're going to watch a documentary in a few years about, like, bloody perverts. And I'm going to be there for going on a date with a 16-year-old. 
Jesus Christ. Jesus, I can't believe I'm telling the world this. It was horrific. It was horrific. I, it was actually worse. It was, it, uh, was it worse than meeting up with somebody who was in the photo, was it? I don't know. It was, it was a fucking kick in the teeth. A kick up the bloody arse. Jesus, it was awful. So anyway, as you can tell, I'm still not really recovered from that. And that was the first one. That's probably the least bad one. Or maybe it's the worst. Who knows? So anyway, second catfishing story was with a guy called Craig. He'll never fucking hear this. We're using his name. Sorry, Craig, if you're listening. So we go on a date and basically you know when you're texting somebody and it's essays and in your head you have a voice for them you have a personality for them their 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 expressions are like in your head hence why always get a voice message always get them to send you a fucking video not a cheeky one i know what you're thinking not a bloody cheeky one put it away put it away put it away craig but um no just like anything just to get a sense of what they're gonna be like because i met up with this guy who was sending me essays came across as such a confident guy and he couldn't fucking string a sentence together now he was definitely the person in his photos he definitely was but to say to say he obviously had an editing app that was fucking like top of the range top of the range editing app like it was as if he'd gone you know actually when you get your graduation photos and there's like options on it for them to like whiten your teeth and make your eyes look brighter and to skinny your foot like to make your face fucking skinnier well like what a joke just take a photo of me in my bloody robe and let's get on with it jesus christ like what has the world come to and uh anyway we don't need our bloody teeth whitened with the crest for you like oh they're not even fucking sponsoring me and i keep giving them shout outs i need to stop so he had edited them to fuck and i mean now like, I know it's me and saying he's a catfish when he just edits his photos, but you all know what I mean. We've all been there and you show up. And like, I'm not saying that I look exactly like my feckin' photos with, without makeup. If you saw me right now in my feckin' living room here, hanging out my feckin' arsehole, like, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, Martha, that's a push now. That's a bloody push now. Look at that. Is that you? Is that you? Oh, Martha, no. I'm not so sure about that. And I'd agree with you because, you know, we all look better on a night out. We all put a bit of makeup on, whatever. I, but to be fair, I go on dates sometimes with just a bit of fake tan on my face. So, like, I'm not trying to, you know, make myself look skinnier or prettier or whatever. And I think we all need to just stick with that. Do you know what? Do you know what's fucking genius? Put up the worst photo you have yourself. Put up the bloody worst photo. You're a bit overweight. The makeup isn't great. The hair is a weird colour or whatever. It's a bit greasy. And then meet up with the lad and he'll be like, oh my God, what a glow up. What a bloody glow up. That's what we should all be bloody doing. Like I remember I lost weight a few years ago and actually my brother was like, Martha, you should leave photos of you up when you were bigger because then when you meet the guy, you know that he'll like you just for the way you are and not your size. What? Like, are you a bloody relationship coach? That's the best bloody advice I've ever been given in my life. So anyway, met up with him and he just wasn't what I thought. He just wasn't like, didn't look like the photos. Right? Like it was him, but didn't look anything like the photos. And he couldn't string a sentence together. Now, brownie points for this boy because he arranged a date for us to go on a Ferris wheel. Anybody who knows me knows that my two favorite things are Ferris wheels and my favorite animals are shark. Don't ask me why, I just love sharks. I love the danger, the excitement of them. So he brought me on a Ferris wheel and I was so excited. At this point, I didn't even care that he didn't look anything like the, the photos and that he didn't have a personality because I was going on my Ferris wheel. I was going up in the sky, having a look around on Leary Pier. I was living, I was buzzing, I was so excited. So we're on the Ferris wheel and he goes to me, 
just so you know, um, I vertigo. So if I faint, just leave me. Uh, like, but, uh, but, uh, excuse, excuse me? If you faint, just leave you. We're going to be meters above the bloody ground on a Ferris wheel. We all know that Ferris wheels are the least stable, unsafe things you've ever been. If you faint, you're going to slip out the bloody hole at the side of the Ferris. What? What? So, what? What? So, anyway, safe to say, we get on it and he goes, I'm actually, I'm scared of heights. He's scared of heights. And we're going on a Ferris wheel. What? What? deluded you to think that this was a good thing to do so we're going up on the ferris wheel and i'm there the phone's out taking a few selfies taking photos of the sea looking for a few dolphins as if i'm in bloody like the bloody bahamas and uh he's there literally holding on to the middle of the thing shaking holding on for dear bloody life i felt awful well i didn't really i had a fucking great time but i did feel a bit sorry for him so then anyway we get off it and he didn't fucking faint thank god lord above and he you know had kind of gotten over the the scaredness because you know we were back on ground he'd, he'd made it he'd survived he's a survivor so we go over and we get a drink in a famous bar we all know in Dunleary and we go in and um, he's like oh what can I get you I was like what a bloody saint going to get me a drink lovely guy I was like I'll have a cocktail sex on the beach we love a good sex on the beach and he goes and gets it and he comes back over and he's a coke and I'm like oh do you not drink and uh big red flag big red flag now nah, I'm only joking I'm only joking if you don't drink fair play to you wasted calories some may say says me fucking bottle of Prosecco two Copperberg and a fucking few cans last night but anyway here we are and um anyway he comes over and sits down and he's like yeah no no, no I don't drink um I was like oh why not and he goes oh I've actually a back injury and I was like oh Jesus God are you all right that's awful and he goes well I'm actually just con- constantly in chronic pain and I was like oh my God Jesus it sounds like you could do with the fucking drink then and uh, he didn't laugh didn't laugh that and um so anyway we're sitting there and as we were sitting there he just looked more and more uncomfortable so i was like here look craig if you're in pain like we can go like i don't want you to be sitting here like these seats are very comfortable we can sit somewhere else or like generally we can go so he insisted on staying for like another half an hour but just sat there like in pain i felt so sorry for him so anyway he walks me back to the dart and we're standing there and i can see my darts in 10 minutes so i was like oh grand sure it was lovely to meet you whatever go to give him a hug and like i just didn't want to kiss him like i just didn't fancy him like he just looked so different to his photos he didn't say two words the whole date it was just me talking and you're all like oh shock horror wonder why fair bloody fair but like he didn't even contribute to anything like when i was asking him questions he'd be like oh like I don't really know what about you and I'd be like just say anything make something up like I'm not gonna know if you're lying or not just make it up so basically anyway we went um we're at the dart and he leans in for a kiss and sure look I'm not one to say no to a bloody kiss so I gave him a kiss and that was just the nail in the coffin really there just wasn't a connection there and do you know what when you meet up with somebody and you feel like you've been lied to it's kind of even if you do get on with them and like whatever you just feel a bit hard done by so that's how I felt so yeah god love Craig hope I hope he's doing well and once once again no hard feelings and you know what I hope he puts up uh, more realistic photos because in no way shape for him was he a bad looking guy I was just more like oh he's not like the photos and he's not like the personality that I was 
reading do you know like oh yeah and I, actually one girl messaged me uh funny enough when I said I was doing tinder and she was like please message the keyboard the keyboard uh warriors and I was like do you know what she's so bloody right like some lads are all talk behind tinder and they're like oh when I see you do you know what I'm gonna do to you and then they see you and they don't even say hi and you're standing in an aisle in Tesco looking at them and they pretend with their lad with the lads they don't even know you and I'm like well cheers bloody cheers feel bloody great about myself now Graham thanks a mil you fucking arsehole so anyway third date now this one is the pinnacle the absolute triumph of um being catfished so I was talking to this guy now this was at the end of I think first year second year second year of college maybe I think I was like 21 and I was chatting to this lad and basically we were chatting away, got on so well. He was such a nice guy. He had the same name as my first love, James. Not really James, but the same name. And I was like, oh, maybe this name is just the name for me. Like I just have to end up with somebody with this name. So we were chatting for a while and like I'd go on a night out and like, I could go on a night out. Oh my God, I was going on a night out. But I had exams. Martha. God, she is a crazy gal, crazy gal. But yeah, I remember one night I was in town and I put up a photo and like he'd reply and be like, oh my God, she looks so stunning, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the one, this is the bloody one. And he was a chef, so he worked all the time. So like we could never see, he worked seven days a week, like so we could never see each other. So when we were meant to go on a date, uh, it, it took a while to organise, but he actually took a day off work to go on a date, which was such dedication. So I loved that. So I just finished my exams. I came home, popped a bit of makeup on, popped a nice little cheeky outfit on. Sun was shining. I was like, life is good. I'm finished my exams. They went well. I'm about to meet the love of my life. Life is great. So I drive to Shank Hill and I was like, I'll pick him. I was like, I'll pick you up um, because like I, I need to drive home anyway after because I have to go on a night out because I've just finished college. So... I, he was like, okay, Grant, I'll meet you at Shankill Dart Station. So anyway, I get to Shankill Dart Station. I'm sitting in my car, texting the gals. They're all hyping me up. I'm ready to go. I'm so excited. And then I'm like, oh God, I better stand outside of my car, like in case you can't see me. So I get out of the car and I look over and I see a guy standing there and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ. Oh God, I better lock the car. God, this guy, he's looking over at me. He looks a bit fucking dodgy, fucking hell. So I lock the car and I'm standing there minding my own business. And then this boy starts walking towards me and I'm like, oh no, oh no. Is this a fucking joke? Like, are you serious? So of course he comes over and he's like, oh, are you Martha? Hi, I'm James. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, for fuck sake so this guy his photos he was gorgeous like he, the most gorgeous smile eyes were piercing tall brown hair tanned just gorgeous like absolutely gorgeous my type down to a t he shows up he was five foot fuck all he and like sorry i don't mean to be rude or whatever but like he fully had lied about everything like his teeth were not the teeth in the photo he looked nothing like the photo also in the photo he was wearing like a suit and a photo he had really nice clothes everything this guy showed up in a full fleece tracksuit like a matching fleece O'Neill's tracksuit like it probably wasn't O'Neill's but it looked like an O'Neill's matching fleece tracksuit and uh, like he looked like he was a chef and he was the skinniest person I've ever seen I was like you're a chef do you eat the bloody food that you're cooking because you need to and 
anyway, we, and like, now I fancy skinny boys. I do, I do. All the girls will be listening to this and we're like, Martha, you literally fancy malnourished boys. So this literally should be a dream for you. But to say this was what catfishing is, this is when you see Neve on catfish and he arrives at the house and a completely different person walks out. Completely different person. That was this moment. And you know in catfish, the way they start like crying or run around or they like literally scream at them and tell them to fuck off and like have a big fight and Neve and Max are there pulling them apart. I couldn't do this. I just couldn't do it. Like what I should have done is said, sorry James, you are not the person that I agreed to meet up with today. Apologies, but uh, I'm gonna hit the road. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you look back. Because if I look back, I won't know who you are because you are not the person I've been fucking talking to for the last two weeks. Oh, I'm getting angry. I'm getting angry. So basically I'm just too nice of a person and I can't be rude to people. So I, t- I let him get in the car. I know you're all saying why, what are you doing? But I let him get in the car and we sat in the car. So basically I just started talking pure shite because I just, I was so uncomfortable and awkward and like I should have said to him here look you're not the person in the photos you've lied to me I'm just gonna go home but like have a nice life but I just couldn't do that I just felt so bad so anyway I'm sitting there in the car with them chatting shite and uh, he goes to me oh I'm actually going away next week with work and I'm like oh unreal that's deadly where are you going he's like I'm going to Louth to a hotel to work at this event I was like oh that's deadly sure look you get to get away like happy days and he was like oh the annoying thing is it's an event for children so like it's like a kids event so like there's gonna be loads of screaming kids and I was like Jesus feck your life I bloody hate children disclaimer if anybody's listening to this and I babysit your children I love children I love your children your children are amazing this was just a throwaway comment to ignore everything I've said also please don't listen to these because you won't let me mind your kids anyway back to the business so I was like Jesus I fucking hate kids pains in the arse the hell lot of them and he goes, oh, well, uh, that's interesting because I actually have one. Um, uh, so, uh, so, did I just hear you straight? You have a kid. You have a kid. I was talking to this boy for about a month, about a month. And he never mentions that he's a kid. He's like, what? So he was like, oh, yeah, I actually have a five-year-old daughter. Um, but uh, I don't talk to the wife or to the wife, to the mom. It's all a bit of a mess. I see her once a week. Uh, I didn't see her for the first few years of her life, so she didn't know who I was. It's all a bit of a mess. I don't talk to the mum. She hates me. Her family hates me. My family hates me. I was like, oh my God, am I on fucking Jeremy Kyle? Because I didn't fucking sign up to be. Where's the lie det- detector test? Because you don't need it. Because you've already fucking failed. Because not mentioning this is basically worse than lying. I was livid. I was raging, tamping, fucking fuming. Like, what an arsehole. What an arsehole. Fair enough, you know, like, maybe it's an awkward thing to bring up that you have a child. And I can understand that. And I feel sorry for people who, you know, maybe think it's hard to date and stuff when they have kids. But to have a five-year-old child and to be talking to somebody for a month and not to mention them is ridiculous. Then not only that, but to show up as a completely, a completely different fucking person. Didn't even look like they could be fucking brothers or cousins or long lost fucking relatives. Like they just didn't look anything alike. Oh, I was so angry. So anyway, basically, yeah, we went for a walk on Bray Seafront and I just chatted the whole time. I didn't even let him talk because I was like, I actually don't even want to hear what you've to say. And literally we got back to the car as a ticket inspector is about to give me a ticket. I was like, if I'd gotten a ticket, that would have pushed me over the edge. I actually, Jesus Christ, I would have been jumping off Brayhead. I swear to God. So I went, gave him a lift home. 
and when he got out of the car he was like oh thanks so much he went to kiss me and I fucking dodged it like there was no tomorrow and uh, I was like oh okay bye so the next day he texted me being like hey I know I'm a really competitive person I was saying this to him he's like I know you're saying you're really competitive I'd love to go for a game of tennis or whatever so as I've said to you before uh, in previous uh, podcasts like I would text somebody and say sorry I'm not interested or I'm just not feeling or whatever but with this I actually felt so fucking hard done by that I was like I'm not even fucking replying to him he knows that he's a completely different person to his photos he knows he's lied to me I don't need to tell him he's just an arsehole and maybe just not replying would be more effective than replying but anyway ladies and gentlemen can we just like can we just take a step back and just see how much of a fucking disaster my life is I just feel like this would not happen to anybody else but if it has if it has happened to any of my listeners I will be putting up a box on Instagram I'll be going on Instagram reading out all the responses and uh, having a bit of a laugh on your expense but uh, anyway, I hope we enjoyed this podcast. I'm still shook. I'm still shook to the fucking core. And I can't believe all these happened to me. And as I said, it's downhill from here on out because these stories, they are iconic. They're bloody iconic. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed and uh, I shall chat to you soon. Enjoy the sunshine. I'll see you soon. Love ya, Mars. <laughs>